Live from Cool Boys Central. You can be the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just cool boys revisiting Batman Beyond. And wearing hats. <laughs> this is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I'll see Batman and Beyond. <laughs> Greetings, cool boy Bat Nation, and welcome to another Batman Beyond, Batman and Beyond Woo! episode, a cool boys podcast. Yeah. I'm, 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 oh my god, I'm, I'm, you should think of this before you, uh, no, I'm trying to find like a name. Yeah, but you can't think of one. Uh, I'm... Ballard. <laughs> wow, wow, yeah. I can't think of anything good either. But I am... Terrific Steve. <laughs> Terrific Steve. Yeah, our main host, Steve. Welcome. You, you know, know it. I'm so happy you had me back, Steve. Thank you again. It's great great to be here. Hey, anytime. Nope, I don't have to pay you. So cool. All right. Well, we got to move into part two of Rebirth. Mm. Tonight's episode is Rebirth, part two, directed by Kurt Gaeta, returning, story by Alan Burnett, returning, and teleplay by Stan Berkowitz. <gasps> He's new. This episode came out on January 10th, 1999, prime time immediately after part one, but then was re-released January 23rd, 1999, and it aired on that Saturday, a week after part one came out on January 16th, 1999. This week's villains are Mr. Fix and Derek Powers again. <gasps> but Derek Powers might have a new name by the end of this episode. Spoilers, this week's villain is Blight! Not yet, though, technically. Blight? Blight? Okay, yeah, they haven't given, he hasn't given himself that name yet, right? Or is that the disease? I don't know. That's both. Okay. I don't know. All right, all right. I know, I know Blight's a disease, but I also know that that's the name this character's given. Mm. Wikipedia says Terry steals the bat suit to pursue his father's killer. A professional bodyguard named Mr. Fix, George Sakai, whose employer, Derek Powers, Sherman Howard, the current CEO of Wayne Powers, is secretly using the company's resources to develop a biological weapon. <gasps> COVID-19's mixed with monkeypox. <laughs> the... You know, I think what's fun, I was just thinking about this while you were uh, reading, was that... Um, just this, go ahead and interrupt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's fun about this series is that, you know, it's not like beholden to the comic books, really. You know, they, they were really inventing where to go from here, which I think is interesting. I thought you were going to say they're not beholden to the WHO or the CDC. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, interesting. Neither is U.S. government, apparently. <laughs> All Politics. Right. Bruce Wayne. Back to this. Ugh. The the current CEO of Wayne's Powers of Wayne Powers. It sounds like a guy's name. Is secretly using the company's resources to develop a biological weapon. Bruce Wayne, discovering the theft, deactivates the suit 
but when what what okay discovering the theft of Terry it's so confusing reading this I mean like forgot what I just said earlier okay Terry stole the suit Bruce Wayne discovering the theft of the suit deactivates the suit but when seen but when seeing the now yeah, the person who wrote Terry, this is not really that good English might yeah. not be their first language <laughs> yeah but now helpless Terry being punched out reactivates it so he can continue pursuing fix and in the end Wayne appears at Terry's house to hire him as a special assistant this well, is really like specific like I feel like I, did, I don't know right, never mind I just feel like there was a little too much information Sometimes they, they give too much, and sometimes they're just, like, barely anything at all. <laughs> Bruce Wayne. I think, like, next like week's the part where, where Bruce Wayne dis he discovered that theft deactivates the suit, and then react. You know, I don't know. It just seems like. Yeah. But then reactivates <laughs> it when he has a heart. <laughs> yeah, it's a, little, it's a little stupid. Okay. Let's jump into this all episode. Right. This episode, being our second episode, is uh, a part two, and it starts with a previously on Batman Beyond. And it's Terry's voice. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that guy that voice. gives the disc remind you of that one, um, his, his character from the animated series that, like, played with robots a lot? Yeah, it's probably, uh, maybe. It's pr yeah, similar, yeah. Similar-ish. There's, there's, there's a couple characters that look like him. Yeah, there's even a villain like character that looks or like something. him. It's like the nose. Yeah. It's a style like of a of a, the way they used to like you know a caricature of people from like the 30s and the uh -huh. 50s I, I guess and that's something that they're they're reusing here but maybe it's a slight nod to the, maybe that's like the grandchild of that guy whoever that guy is because they're well, yeah you're right he looks very similar to um, another uh, character from another uh, Batman uh, episode but here's the thing. He dies. Mm -hmm. So he tries to die. He, well, it's interesting when they show his death. He did the the villain, the terrorist or whoever he's selling. You know, he's like disgusted by the the pictures. He's like has five or six of them. What are you talking about? Are you kidding me? Derek Powers and the Kaznian Minister of Commerce, <laughs> Vilmos Egans, are just chilling and watching snuff films. That guy and is the disgusted. He's like watching... almost barfing at the... At... No, he loved it. He was like, oh, yeah, show me more plants getting killed. Oh, yeah, moving on to cows? Let's do it. <laughs> this, oh, this was dark. Like, I was surprised. Like, boy, Show me photos of people dying. They, That's what he was doing. This was intense for, for, a, for a baby show. <laughs> Hey, well, yeah. Well, but, you know, they like I said, babies got to grow up. <laughs> they show a cow again. You know, they allude that this is it's pretty violent deaths that these animals and humans were going through. I don't think they allude. They just <laughs> they just cut away. You know what I mean? Like, it's still happening on the screen. You just have to watch the face of the person watching the video. <laughs> the disgust. Like, he was they disgusted. They're not alluding to anything. They're, they're flat out telling you this dude is watching a cow die. <laughs> And it's not good. It's mm -hmm. not a good shot. Mm -hmm. But you know, that's the part of snuff films, right? Like, you know, like it's like, how far can you go before you puke? And then, if you puke, you lose. And if you don't puke, you win. Right? That's the that's the way the world works. Um, the beginning of this, we have you know, Derek Powers is you know running Wayne Powers, and he's making this nerve gas, and it's all being discovered by Batman in this new Batman Beyond. And Terry's episode. admiring the suit. He says all these yep. cool techno babble terms that we don't know what they mean. Oh yeah, he's like yeah, he's talking about like how like there's like necro. wiring or something in the suit. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, there's a necro simulator of oh this is high tech even for 20 years old. 
But it's the future, right? So it's like it's like stuff you just know. How does Terry like uh, Terry knows everything? I I feel like there's something you know. We'll find out maybe later on that he's there's something special are you, about him. Are you alluding to something that know. you know that I don't know? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh really? Is there like wait? Hang on. So I honestly thought that Terry was just like a a, a lucky shot. He just kind of stumbled into this, but he's he's skilled and everything. Have you only seen like three episodes by now? But um. This being my second, but uh, is there more to Terry? I yes, there is more to Terry. Oh wow! Okay, another question then. So I had the assumption when I'm watching parts one and part two of uh, Rebirth, I'm just thinking to myself, of course it's a it, this is a serial. It's a part one and a part two, right? They are literally playing off of each other, continuing mm-hmm. storyline. Mm-hmm. But then blackout happens. And there's elements of blackout where I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Are we continuing the storyline from from Rebirth? Is this is this a series or is this a serial? Um, it's both. You know, it's you know, this has more of a running storyline of stuff going on, but it definitely has lots of one-offs and you know that sort of thing. But there's so when we watch the earlier series of Batman, would there be points where we would start to notice like oh look there's kind of actually like an arc here with robin's character right but like it was never very well defined Mm -hmm. this seems very defined yeah especially with power i mean there's this running storyline between powers and wayne and and their competition so so Derek powers is essentially like a roland daggett right character that they just turn into a much bigger character that, uh-huh. like a, that has exactly. a through line, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, Roland Daggett would just show up here and be like, "Here's a corporate episode, right?" Mm-hmm. And then, oh, what what did Roland Daggett do? Then you know, this time, what you know, whatever the fuck. Okay. Or uh, what was it? The Th- uh, Thorn, fucking Rupert Thorn, right? It's like similar to that, where you're like, okay, it's a Rupert Thor- Thorn episode, but Rupert Thorn wasn't like a character throughout the entire season one that was like instigating and like you know pushing buttons and moving chess pieces and that feels like that's what this is uh huh interesting okay um that might be the saving grace for me for this show for this being a baby show that like I can actually like get into it is that if it is a serial that like I am following more of a storyline because I think that I think that following that will help me as opposed to this being like every episode it's kind of its own thing it's just like, what's the baby episode this week? You know, and that's not gonna, that's not gonna fly. I can't do baby episodes every week, and you know. So, all right, well, good to know. Um, did I don't know if we uh, just watched this, but did you notice that Bruce eats soup in this episode? He's an old he man. Well, that's a really interesting thing to me because Bruce eating soup is a common trait of so many Batman stories. I don't know what it is, but soup is in Batman. Batman Returns. There's the the cold soup and Batman Returns and Bruce is eating and he goes, oh, it's so cold. And Alfred's like, oh yeah, it's fucking cold soup. And Bruce is like, cold <laughs> soup. Mm, it's good. There's also when Bruce is eating the soup with Vicky Vale and Batman. Uh-huh. And he goes like, do you like the soup? And, you know, and she's you know, like, rich people you know, eat soup. But there's so much soup. I, and I swear to God, there's a, like I swear to God, Val Kilmer has soup, and then I think I I don't I don't know if I I can't remember if there's soup in the Batman or if Zack Snyder ever had soup. I feel like Zack Snyder would have never done soup. But there's something about it with Batman <laughs> and soup. I don't know what it is. There's some connection with Batman and soup. You should, you should write a soup. paper. 
You know what? It's, it, you might be right. It might be like soup is just the rich man's food, or people who are writers, they're just like rich people eat soup. <laughs> like you know, what else would they eat? How do they keep thin? They just they're liquid diet all the time. Maybe. So Terry steals the bat suit. Uh, Batman finds out. Bruce finds out. He gets super pissed off. And then we go and we find out that Terry's actually watching Derek Powers and the Kazian Minister of Commerce, Villamos Eguns. Uh, he's watching them watch their snuff films and, and beat off in the corner. Um, he uses a suit pretty well. We, he does. Oh, he's flying around the city and everything like that. And he's doing this right. It's he's doing intuitive. this without any of the vehicles yet. Uh-huh. I was I was impressed. Hello? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was letting you go go longer with that <laughs> if you wanted to. No, no. I just like interrupting you. No, no. Yeah, he was very impressive. He was impressive. He's, he's obviously very skilled, and now I have more questions uh, that I'll be interesting to see how that plays <laughs> out. Um, this is the point, though, when Derek Powers, second in command, Mr. Fix, uh, when he talks to uh, uh, Derek and, about dealing with Terry, and that's when I, this is the moment when I went, in this episode, I went, oh, that's fucking George Sakai. It's right mm -hmm. here. Yep, the, me too. This yeah, that was the moment. I wrote it down. Yeah, it's funny. It's in my notes too. George Sakai is my notes. Yeah. And then they're talking about the murdering of Terry's dad. And that's when you find out, Steve, that's when you find out oh, that's Mr. Fix killed Terry's it, dad. But you knew it. No, that's when you find out. Because <laughs> oh, okay. it was the Jokers. It all was right, those Jokers. Right. But it wasn't. And I and I feel, I feel horrible because I feel like I was really upset at the Jokers for so long. For a whole week, I was upset at the Jokers. And then this episode, are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding? It was Mr. Fix all along? By the way, I love George Sakai playing against type. He's like this big muscle dude missing uh -huh. an eye. Yeah. That's amazing. His voice. And play it works. He goes low. Yeah. Yeah, he goes a little low with it. Yeah, it's nice. It's sexy. Um, and then, I wanted uh, to get more uh, out of know, Mr. Fix, but they killed him. I, I feel like he died in this did episode. Did they? I'm pretty sure. Did they? I'm pretty sure. I don't think he comes back. I looked it up. I think this is True. the last then we then, the, we've, we've determined that in the past, right? With certain <laughs> people, like, you know, you know, the ninja that fought Bruce. Uh -huh. Like, if they die, if they don't come back, they're dead. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, he, like, sank to the bottom of the ocean or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Like that? If they yeah. have... If they have a, actually a potentially very deadly, grisly-style ending, right, that seems very grim, and they never return... That's death. We always call that death. Mm -hmm. um, Terry gets into a fight, and Bruce shuts down the suit on Terry. Is so fucked up. I know we talked about that earlier, and the Wikipedia says, but like seriously, my that head. was so fucked up in the episode. I'm watching that, going, "This is against type." Like, uh, why Bruce? would Bruce be like, "Yeah, like, like it makes like I understand why Bruce doesn't want Terry using the suit." I get that. I think he was and trying why to he make a point. Yes, but I also understand why he would have the shutdown effect, right? Because it's like, oh, you're running away from the suit, shut down. But he's in the middle of a fight with guns. Can he see? Like, Can oh, he see yeah? that part? I didn't know if he yeah, could. Well, they don't show it on the screens, but later in the, and I think in either this episode or the next episode, yeah, yeah, he has um, visual. Bruce can't see everything Terry sees. But I don't think at so this point is, he's. I think he just is talking to him though. So what? So Bruce doesn't want to turn on the screens? I is guess that what he's it like, is? Doesn't, maybe doesn't realize the, the level. Just, the monitors are not on. Bruce <laughs> will not turn them on. He's like, fuck it. I don't care. Whatever. He's like, I'm about to die. He goes, I don't care. <laughs> die, then, you stupid bitch. I mean, that's what he does, though. What's interesting, because like, like, I thought in Batman, Terry says that. Uh, in Batman the Animated Series, they had like a rule, or they couldn't really use guns a lot. And this are like clearly 
using lasers or guns a lot more yeah. so. So I don't know if they were they didn't have that guideline anymore or something. I think lasers changes it a lot right away. And those I, are hardcore and lasers. Oh, for sure. Lasers. Are, well, the rea- Okay, first of all, reality of a laser versus a bullet. Uh, shoot me with a bullet, please. Okay, a laser. It, that's gonna fuck me up, like big time. Lasers. You do not want to get shot with a fucking like weapon grade laser. <laughs> okay, so. But the idea of a laser is is so much more sanitized, right? It car- it cauterizes the wounds, right? Even though it just blew a hole in your stomach, it cauterizes. Oh, is that it, how you know? it works? I just yeah, thought so you like blew up, <laughs> or you like internal injuries. You just explode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or you just turn to dust. Yeah. These lasers look um, pretty hardcore. I, I'm okay. So for rebirth part two, and for only for part two, um. I found a lot of similarities between this part two and Spider-Man Homecoming. And and this is one of them. So Terry, like, you know, he learns the suit way too well. In fact, I think he learns it too well. Like you said before. Uh-huh. Yeah. But like in Spider-Man Homecoming, there's a lot more time that's actually shown where Peter Parker's trapped in the, in the vault. Uh-huh. And he's like, okay, let, let's go through the suit and actually learn the suit. And he's like playing with all the different settings on yeah, the yeah, suit. Yeah. He's learning. He's actually learning it. And it's a great scene. And I love Homecoming. I really love that movie. I think it's fantastic. Um, in this in this show, the same thing, kind of like like Terry's playing through it, like he's doing it more on the fly, and they're writing it more into this into this action sequence of him running through whatever it was, Fox Tech or uh-huh. uh, Wayne Wayne Powers. Wayne Power, Anyways, um, so he's learning the same thing, but he's also has like you know Tony in his ear, or technically Bruce, but he's got like Tony's ear, like Spider Man does, or and then at the same time you have later the elements of like it all like you know the whole episode kind of like you know concluding on a giant plane and then eventually like dealing with like the plane and the crashing and you know and and the also i think what was the other thing oh the way at the end how bruce shows up to uh mary uh mckinnis's home to see terry and like you know mary's all over bruce and bruce is kind of like nice from the show Maybe, maybe inspired by, but it's very similar to how Peter Parker is introduced in Civil War, uh, where like, you know, Aunt May is all into Tony, and Tony's know. just kind of there, and, and and even Bruce in this is kind of like, um, hey, I'll bring you in to work for me, to work That's for under Wayne assistant. Powers, yeah, yeah. and then literally Tony says to Peter Parker, he's like, yeah, I'll do like an internship, the the Stark internship, so. It, it, it was uh, the, the I didn't realize. I mean, to me, it's like Batman Beyond. You're stealing this from the MCU. But like, you know, the reality is that the MCU might be borrowing some elements of Batman Beyond, and it's cool. I'm, that's not a, no upset for this, right? It's cool that this is so impactful that it could make its way into a Spider-Man, you know, in, introduction in, in the Civil War and even Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, same thing, also, I would say for the way that the line well, think- used in the. Re- Rebirth Part One. Uh, let's put a smile on that face. Was possibly more than likely taken and used in the Dark Knight, and so it's very. It's cool to see the, how much of an impact in pop culture this show has, and now seeing that only having experienced everything. It's kind of like Simpsons, where like as a kid I would watch Simpsons, and then later I might see the movie that they were referencing, right? And I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. That's from that movie because I was a little kid watching Simpsons, and so it was like same thing for this. It's like, oh shit, like. I'm doing that again, except I'm seeing kind of like it backwards. Like I'm seeing the things that are referencing it, but all to one item. What were you going to say? Sorry. I don't know. I, I was wondering um, about whether, because I think that the Spider-Man, the MCU was 
was based on like a lot of the Ultimate series, like when they did that that line of like Ultimate. Most of the MCU was, yeah. I wasn't sure if so for Spider-Man, if the Ultimate series had the same relationship with uh, Iron Man being his mentor, because that was like a newer thing. I don't think that was. uh... Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's what I'm looking through a a wiki about. but even Spider-Man Ultimate Spider-Man or whatever, right? Whatever that was, that that the Ultimate storyline was all done way after Batman Beyond came out. Mm-hmm. They were all mid two thousands, and this is nineteen eighty nine to two thousand one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but the oh, but 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 you're right though. A lot of the MCU is uh, the Ultimates uh, storylines, uh, kind of redone for a um, you know a, a, a movie version of these things and. I think they do a fantastic job of reworking those stories. But yeah, you know, I think that most of the series, they do have that relationship with Bruce being kind of behind, in, in, watching and giving him advice and helping him along. And they're kind the of, voice in the suit. Uh, they're like, it's basically like he has two people helping, you know, he has two minds. He's, he's coming up with stuff Yeah, on that the fly. was kind of, that was really cool. So when Bruce decides to work with Terry, I was really excited actually. Like I was really happy in that moment. That was, I was viscerally happy. And I was kind of like, that's so cool. And I thought to myself, so normally I, I guess I got used to the Bat family, right? It was it was started off as just Bruce and Batman alone in the fight in the fight at night, and then we had Robin, and we would have you know the introduction of of, of Batgirl and the introduction of Tim Drake's Robin, and then we kind of was like oh so we have like all these people all the time, and now to have two people in a fight but only one of them is actually there and the other one's kind of in the mind of uh-huh. that's really that's a cool dynamic that we haven't really had yet and so that's uh, that'll be a lot of fun to explore and I, or for them you know, to see for to see them explore that what's interesting too is that they've developed um you know oracle who's uh barbara gordon right. she was also like uh that sort of character in the comics at least and they they have her i think in um some of the iterations, like I think Young Justice, uh, doing the same sort of thing where she's basically like an earpiece for different superheroes and she's like watching from her computers right. and like hacking into stuff and be like, go here, blah, 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 you know, doing all that sort of thing. Which is fantastic for a more modern day take on on storytelling, right? When you need you need that kind of character uh-huh. today. You need, you need an IT person, realistically, mm-hmm. right? Someone's like in their um, ear giving them extra advice, basically. An extra set of eyes. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and it's also nice for storytelling, right? The omnipotent view, right? Mm-hmm. You can kind of like, you know, describe what's going on in a, in a whole setting and location. Uh, we have Terry now taking it to the plane and fighting Mr. Fix on the plane. Mr. Fix has hey, the I'm amazing sure. electric knuckles. But then Terry knocks him into this into the, uh, the control panel. Mr. Fix fries to death, electrocutes, then drowns him. So, yeah, Steve, Mr. Fix doesn't come back. And those He's things explode or the, the – the uh, uh, viruses or like canisters get knocked to, oh, to yeah. Mr. Fix. That's yeah. the COVID lab leak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, um, that's really Powers. cool. Oh, no. But, yeah. So, w- by the way, when Mr. Fix dies, Terry says, I am Batman, which is kind of like super cool that he's like yeah. really happy he, he killed the guy, but he's also like, I am Batman. Mm-hmm. But the lab leak, to go back to what you just mentioned, yes, the lab leak. What's really interesting about that lab leak is that Terry is kind of there and causes it by literally oh, throwing the yeah he throws the viruses at Derek Powers so 
he creates blight. Oh, for sure. And, he has to pay for that sin. All of that mirrors how Bruce, mm -hmm. as Batman, creates, creates the Joker. Uh, it's yeah. much more, this is much more direct because they just allude in the series that Batman, like, was a part of somehow creating Joker. Don't they? I guess not so. Yes. No, no, they had that whole thing where he no, no, like no. falls into they the pit. They have that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Yeah, you, you eventually you 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 get you get the origin story eventually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I take that. Now back. we're watching the final scene. Good. Now we're watching the final scene where uh, the McGinnis household is is you know introduced to Bruce Wayne the, and he's Terry's going to get his Eastwood. internship. Super Clint Eastwood. And by the way, I think Zack Snyder said that it, uh, he would use Clint Eastwood <laughs> if he uh, uh, did Batman Beyond for the Dark Knight Returns. Well, for the Dark Knight Returns. Uh, okay. Um, Similar type thing. But here's the thing I thought was really weird, though. We're in that McGinnis household right now. We've seen Matt McGinnis running around being the little bad boy, little brother he is. We've seen Mary McGinnis slutting it around since <laughs> Warren McGinnis is dead. I feel like nobody at the McGinnis household gives a shit that Warren McGinnis was murdered. And it feels like that happened pretty quickly. They all just stopped caring about Warren McGillis. Is Matt M McGinnis a son of Warren? I didn't. I didn't know if he was. I thought you were gonna say, "Is he autistic?" <laughs> and like I was like, I guess oh, I'd have to look to it up it. because, like, maybe he's maybe the dad isn't. Uh... I just hope there is an episode where we get like a whole breakdown of the McGinnis family tree and like how they all like break down, like wh who's where, who's actually got whose father, who shares whose mother. Me too. That sounds like it'll be a really fun episode. And then we kind of get like yeah. a, a semi Easter egg scene, right? With uh, Derek Powers revealing himself as Blight, and he does it in the Joker way, right? It's oh, the it's whole very like Joker. show me, it's the mirror, Scully you know. He starts he's laughing insanely. Instead of taking off the the ribbon, right, the wraps around the head, it's just turn off the lights or turn off the radiation so they can see what he looks like without the radiation on anymore. And that's it. And so then it just leaves it with this major like, okay, cliffhanger. Uh, Derek Powers is now a, a, a super villain, right? A metahuman. Um, and I guess going into Blackout, you're like, I guess we get more Derek Powers. Uh, I gave this episode, my boys, uh, 4.5 out of 5 boys. I, I really liked it a lot. I thought it was fantastic. There's something, though, for me about – I don't know what it is, but the part ones I like more this is not the first time i gave like a part one of five and a part two a lesser score um but i really did like the part two i don't i guess for me it always just feels like the part twos have a, just a little bit of fluff in there that and it's only to so stretch them like, into a full episode you feel like it should have just been a, a one-parter i thought there was enough stuff going on in this episode that it was oh, definitely no, cause i don't i don't I don't think this would have been well all would have fit into 20 minutes either to yeah. be honest. I I thought so. that I didn't feel like anything was really stretched out. Uh, you know one thing we didn't talk about in this episode. No, no, if it was really stretched out, right? Like I wouldn't have given it a four and a half out of 5. Like this was really well done. Uh but what are your boys, Steve? <laughs> I say uh well for me, I didn't really I enjoyed it. I I'd give it, you know, a 5 out of 5. I thought this was a good continuation as like just one full introduction. I liked how it, it did end with him murdering that Mr. Fix and calling himself Batman, and uh, you know, I, it was it was well done. I, I I liked how it, and then it ended with you know him becoming Bruce's assistant, and it just uh, I think that would be it was a good, the way that it got there with him with Bruce like directing him and him listening to Bruce, and 
I thought it was all well executed and I enjoyed it. Cool. I definitely would be excited to see more. So cool. Well, great bat stuff, Steve. Cool Boy Nation, tune in next week. Same cool bat time, same cool bat channel. Terrific. Cool Boy Bat Nation, be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of. Rebirth Part 2. Or what your favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at batmanandbeyondcoolboys at gmail.com. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, cool boy, Bat Beyond Nation. Until next time, it's Biases from... Oh, yeah, what was my name at the beginning? We just said Ballard. Ballard. Biases from Steve. Terrific, Steve. So cool. Batman. And beyond. Oh, yeah. Batman. And beyond. Oh, yeah.